I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. I'm Joe Tower, and you're listening to Tales of Male Folly, a storytelling podcast based on the Los Angeles live show of the same name. The live show features a lineup of four performers, all male, telling true stories that put the embarrassment and shame back into being a man. Each episode of this podcast will feature one new story by one new storyteller, recorded live at one of our past shows, and presented to you here and now, as is. I promise what you're about to hear is totally unedited and unfucked with. If you're ever in the LA area, you should check out our website, talesofmalefolly.com, for more info, as well as upcoming event dates and times. You can also find us on Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can't find us on Twitter because, well, fuck Twitter. All right, enough small talk. Let's get on with the folly. One of my only rules when I put together a show for Tales of Male Folly is this. Thomas Fowler is a sure thing. That's it. That's the rule. It's worth it to mention that he's a great fucking dude, but not nearly as much as to mention that when Thomas gets up on stage to tell the crowd a story, the crowd listens and the crowd laughs. That's the rule. Thomas has done the show for us a few times, but this particular story you're about to hear is from Folly Palooza, our annual festival that we held at the Virgil Bar in Los Angeles last January. And it's about the great lengths Thomas has gone to in his life to impress women, including, but of course not limited to, portraying his own twin. Please sit back, relax, and get ready to listen and laugh to Thomas Fowler's Tale of Male Folly. I feel like most kids don't like to move. I feel like most children don't like moving. Uh, when I was a kid, that was not the case. I loved to move because I loved the opportunity to, to reinvent myself and to leave mistakes that I made behind. And this, I mean, really young. And it was great as my dad was in the army, so I got to move quite a bit. But, I mean, one of the reasons that I loved moving was because Again, to, to change words, because women, because I, I loved girls and I would do these terrible things to try to impress girls, or I would just do really dumb things that were embarrassing and I didn't want to be made fun of for the rest of my, my life. And you're saying, examples, sure, I'll give you, I'll give you some. Uh, one, there was a girl I really loved, this was like maybe third grade, fourth grade, girl I really, really loved. And uh, I decided the best way to show her how much I loved her was we lived in the same community, and she lived in a, a, an apartment building like not far from mine and had a, a, a bedroom on the, the bottom floor. So I thought it would be cool to pretend I was a werewolf uh, at night and run back and forth as a werewolf. Shoe fell off, her dad caught me. 
I wanted to move. I wanted to move. I wanted to move. Then there was a time I, uh, I had said I'd been bitten by a tick and was paralyzed. In school, it makes no sense. But I was like, I can't move my legs. I think I was bit by a tick. And was <laughs> so not a smart kid or adult. But uh, then, oh, what was another good? Oh, and then like some things I had, I had a girl knock my front tooth out. A girl I liked pushed me into some monkey bars, cracked my front tooth. I was like, I can't be here. Uh, had a girl, I had a girl break my arm. Like, I jumped, and she was like, I'm going to hit your feet. And I did a flip and, like, broke, broke my arm. So that's, like, the love section. And then, like, weird things I would do just as a kid. Like, this is weird. Please just, just bear with me. I was a kid. So me and, me and this kid that I knew went into the bathroom. Ah, I shouldn't tell him. No, he said be vulnerable. Okay. So we went into the bathroom. <laughs> we got toothpicks, Right? We pull our pants down. <laughs> oh, God. And then we put the toothpicks in our, in our penises, and then we had a contest to see who could pee it out faster. <laughs> so wait, I'm the only dude. No other dude has ever been like, let's have a, a toothpick pee contest. Nobody. That's fine. That's fine. You guys don't want to be vulnerable? That's your business. I'm going to be vulnerable. I did that, but I also really needed to move. Um, so, so I do this. I would do this. I, I would love moving, and I love moving. And I wish, I wish it, I wish it stopped, but it didn't again because it, because girls were involved. Girls, women were always involved. So, I, I had this friend in like between like sixth grade and like through high school named Jim, like my best friend, and he got like a ringside seat to all of the mistakes that I made with women. From, like, one of the best was, like, we worked at Taco Bell together, and we, I, oh, like, dumbass, I was like, you know what I'm going to do to impress this girl? I'm going to just fall. I'm just going to fall in front of her. I'm going to just fall, and then she's going to be like, that dude's hilarious, and then we'll, like, go out. So I did it. And I just fell. And she was like, ha And she kept walking. And Jim's sitting there, and he's looking at me, and he's just like, man, that's really sad. That's real, real sad. But the, 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 magic, the magic moment, the, the best, the best thing that Jim ever got to see is that, so it was like summer of eighth grade, I think, ooh, think going into ninth grade. We were hanging out, and we lived in the same sort of neighborhood. We were hanging out, and... They were like townhouses. So there would be like these townhouses way over on that side where there'd be people that go to a different high school. So we would try to go over there to meet girls that, me especially, would meet girls that didn't know anything about me. Like didn't know anything about my, my past or who I was so I could like fix anything that was wrong with me and, and meet these girls. So we went over and we met these two girls and went to a different high school. And I was like, this is awesome. Cool. So we start talking to them and stuff and, and I try to act way cooler than I am and it goes it goes terribly I mean just just terrible like I'm trying to brag about being a wrestler and they're like oh you wrestle that's that seems and I was like no it's it's cool I mean I don't like it or whatever like I'm trying to to just I'm just trying to appease these girls and it's not working it is not working so I can't run home and ask my dad 
if we can move. But in my head, I was like, I could become somebody else. So I, I told these girls, I was like, oh, you may think I'm whatever, but you should meet my brother. So here's the thing. I don't have a brother. But then I was like, let me up my game. I was like, you should meet my twin brother. So I told these girls I had a twin brother and they should meet him. And my buddy Jim is like, I cannot wait to see this play out. He doesn't, he doesn't like throw me under the bus or anything because he's a good friend. No, because I think he just wanted to see this go down. So I was like, yeah, you should meet my brother. I'll, I'll, I'll go get him. So I went home. I ran, because we was like maybe like five or six minutes from this week. So I run home and I, I tried to make myself look like me, but different. So I was like, oh, they didn't like the wrestler. Ooh, I got a football jersey. Throw my football jersey on. I had curly hair then, so I wet it and like tried to comb it back. And then I walked back over, just me, not my brother, because there is no brother. And I see the girls, and I was like, hey, ladies, my brother said to come on over here and like talk to you. What's up? And again, my buddy Jim is just like, yes, yes. Keep going keep going. So I, uh, I, and here's, here's also just the huge flaws in this besides not actually having the brother is that, again, I told you a girl had pushed me and cracked my front tooth. So I had a cracked front tooth. That's not a thing that transfers over to twins. Like I didn't have a twin in a solidarity. It was like, I'm gonna crack my tooth too. So we can be the same. And I also had cracked my head open. So I had a giant scar on the back of my head that was still there. So I go and I start trying to talk to these girls and they, they know. <laughs> they know, so they're like, cool, well, where's your brother? And I was like, oh, got in trouble, had to stay home. But like, I'm here, so what's up ladies, what are we doing? And uh, then what we do is we commence to making fun of my brother. <laughs> And I'm a part of it. It's like, hey, he's such a dork. I was like, yeah, he is a, he is a dork. He is a dork. He's a sad, sad dork. And this, this just went on for like six minutes, but it felt like, know, like eight or nine years. It felt really, really long of them just know. Everybody knew. Everybody knew and no one said anything. Like they just, everybody wanted it to play out. So needless to say, I did not get a, get a phone number or an email because, I mean, email it didn't exist. So that didn't happen. And I, 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 would, I would like to think that, I, I, that I've changed and that now I'm, I'm okay with being myself and I don't get caught up in, in the things with, with women, which is, which is completely not true. And that was uh, a perfect example happened a few weeks ago when my, I was talking to my therapist and I was telling her, I was like, oh, there was this, this girl, I was, we, were, we were like texting, and then it just sort of kind of petered out, and I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And there's just this funny moment where you know you frustrated your therapist enough where she was like, just ask her out. Like, just, just ask her out. Like, just like that. She's just like, just please, just, just ask her out. Like, what is the, and I was like, oh, all right, tough love. Tough love. 
But this is good. I know that through therapy now that I know that she was right. And as soon as I walked out of her office, I, I sent a message like, hey, would you like to would you like to go out? And she was like, I would love that. And I was like, cool. Maybe it's okay to just be a me. Hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Our live show is produced every other month at I.O. West in Hollywood by me, Joe Tower, with the help of Brian Weiss and Alex Cadet. It's presented in partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles. This podcast is produced by me, Joe Tower, and executive produced and edited by Brian Weiss. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, and also for subscription on SoundCloud, along with a bunch of other great podcast content as part of the Extra Credit Network. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe and rate us. Or if you hated what you heard here and want us to fuck off, leave us a review and tell us what we can do better. If you'd like to contact us directly, or if you have a story to tell in spoken or written form, you can email us at talesmailfolly at gmail.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.